Today's reading is from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and is taking his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. My name is Becca, and I am so happy to be here joining you all for worship this morning. Thank you for joining us today for the third week of our sermon series, Growing Gratitude. And this week, as Pastor Jeff mentioned, is also very special because it's All Saints Sunday, which is truly such a great time to talk about gratitude. All Saints Day is the day which we set aside to remember and honor the saints who have gone before us. We remember all who are part of the communion of saints, as we say in the Apostles' Creed. We also celebrate all who are part of the great cloud of witnesses from our scripture passage today. We see that we are something, part of something immensely bigger than ourselves. We are celebrating with the likes of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Esther, Mary, Paul, Peter, and Jesus. Today is an incredible day. And I'm so excited to talk with you about it. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for each and every person here today. And Lord, not because of me, not through me, but in spite of me and all of my shortcomings, may your perfect word come to your people this day. In Jesus' name, amen. So as we said, today is All Saints Sunday. But what is a saint? Who is a saint? And what is this great cloud of witnesses that we mentioned in our scripture from Hebrews chapter 12? There are so many different definitions of what a saint is that it can be confusing to think about. I know most of the time when I think about saints, I think about the people that the Catholic Church has venerated as saints. People like St. Augustine, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, or St. Thomas Aquinas. And they truly are saints. But the Bible's definition is much broader. It can be difficult to remember sometimes, especially depending on the tradition you are raised in. But according to the New Testament, every single believer, living and past, is a saint. Saints are those who are holy and set apart, who have dedicated themselves to the worship and service of the one true God as revealed through his son, Jesus Christ, who, most importantly, have faith in God. Each one of those people in the great cloud of witnesses is a saint who has gone on before us, and they all have something in common, that is, their faith. Our scripture reading today began with, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. And that tells us two things. First, that we need to look back at chapter 11 to see who it is that they're talking about. And second, that there is something that we must do in response to it. Well, looking back to chapter 11, which I definitely encourage you to read later today if you have a chance, it is a fantastic chapter. But verses 1 through 3 say, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by our faith, 
our ancestors received approval. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. And as we continue through the chapter, I'm just pulling a couple of small portions out here, but we see the importance of faith. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain's. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance, and he set out not knowing where he was going. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land, but when the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. These saints of old were not being commended for the sacrifice that they made. They weren't being commended because they did all the right things and led perfectly because, let's face it, they didn't. Instead, they were being commended for their faith in God through it all. And then we get back to chapter 12, where we see the second part, what we are told to do. We are told that because we have this great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, we ought to lay aside the weight and sin that holds us down and persevere to finish this race called life, looking to Jesus, who leads the way and perfects our faith something none of us can do on our own, and also leaning on the saints with and before us. I think the comparison to running a race surrounded by saints in this passage is such a beautiful image. I know when I've done gopher bow before, it was those people around me encouraging me and supporting me that helped me to finish. It would have been way easier to just give up when I wasn't prepared for the race, But the people around me wouldn't let me do that. Instead, they went with me through the race. They encouraged me, and they made sure that I finished. And though what we're talking about here isn't a literal race, I can't help but think of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob standing on the sidelines, cheering us on from heaven, reading their stories, and seeing that they too struggled and yet prevailed in their faith is so encouraging and so beautiful. Though they passed thousands of years before I was ever born, they are still helping us to this day. And you know what's even more beautiful than that? The fact that this great cloud of witnesses isn't limited to the saints mentioned in the Bible. It also includes, among many others, the saints that we have known in our lives who have gone on to glory. A few of the people that you may or may not know that have passed here that have greatly touched my life are people like Kim Hicks, who helped with middle school ministry and TNT for years and was so encouraging and truly had a servant's heart. And Warren Schaefer, who was one of the most helpful and cheerful people I have ever met and always made incredible food alongside his wife, Edna. And Annette Marquette, who, if you have ever attended a Christmas Eve candlelight service here, she helped with those candles. She and her husband, Mark, always came and did so many other things, but that was one of the biggest things that they did, and they were faithful. And those saints among us who are still living, they're in that cloud too. Growing up here, I've been lucky enough to have many saints pouring into my life. My parents especially. And from the time I was a child in Sunday school with several incredible teachers. 
and Sherry Parsons, who was the children's ministry leader at the time, to being a teenager in TNT and Axis with Michelle Paquette and so many other incredible leaders, to now being an adult and still having those saints here around me, and then having so many more. Running a race isn't easy, and this life certainly isn't easy. Being a Christian won't make it any easier. In fact, we are told that following Christ will be difficult, and we will have to take up our cross daily to follow him. But we aren't doing it alone. In fact, we can't do it alone. The Bible tells us that, and I can tell you that too, because I have tried so many times to do it by myself. And not once has it worked out the way that I intended, and not once will it if I ever tried it again, but y'all, I don't want to do that. It's never until I talk to God and read my Bible, reflect, and talk to the saints around me that I'm able to get out of whatever predicament I've got myself into. That's why God came down to earth in Jesus. That's why we have the Holy Spirit with us at all times. And that's why we have this great cloud of witnesses cheering us on so that we can persevere in this race. And thank God for that. We have so many saints around us and in this room with us today. I'd like to encourage you to go ahead and say the name of the first person that you think of as a saint that comes to mind aloud with me right now. (laughs) Well, thank you all who participated. (laughs) Now, how many of you would consider yourself to be a saint? Just raise your hand if you would. See a couple of hands here. And I have to admit that like a lot of you, it's so much easier for me to think of saints around me than it is for me to think of myself as a saint. It's easier for me to think about people who go out and do all of these extraordinary things and say they're living for God. They're exemplifying what it means to live by faith while discrediting myself because I don't feel like I do enough, because I mess up, sometimes a lot more than I care to admit. But as I began working on this sermon, I realized that simply having faith in God and allowing him to work through me is the perfect example of being an everyday saint. Loving one another as Christ first loved us is being a saint. Being there for someone during a hard time and helping them through it is being a saint. Pointing to Christ in the midst of everything that's going on in this world today is being a saint. There are saints teaching Sunday school, leading in middle and high school ministry, singing in the choir or praise band, participating in small groups, bringing their children to church, having dinners with friends that they know are struggling or praying over people going through a crisis. The list can go on and on. Sometimes it's easier for me to think about it if I simply ask, who is pouring into me and my life? And who am I pouring into with the help of Christ? Who is encouraging me in my faith? And who am I being an encourager for because of my faith? 
Because when you are encouraging and pouring into others through your faith, you are being a saint and are part of that cloud of witnesses for that person. So what can we do to better see the saints in our lives and how we are saints in others' lives? Well, one thing would be to join a small group and truly be a part of it and participate and follow God's guidance in how we treat each other there. You know, one of the best examples of living in a community of saints comes from my small group girls from Axis last year. They truly live into their faith and help each other with their faith when one of them is struggling. They don't let the fact that they're in high school hold them back because they know that they are a part of the body of Christ. When anyone, student or adult, was having a rough time, they were always there to support them through prayer, presence, and encouragement. They didn't always have the perfect words to say. None of us do. But they exemplified what it is to be part of the great cloud of witnesses. They were always there to cheer others on in their journey by relying on God to work in and through them. I'm so grateful to have been with them the past couple of years for many reasons. But one of the biggest is that they have taught me what it looks like to be encouraged to run the race set before us. Now, I'm also in a young adult small group that is a very clear example of being a community of saints. Nobody in that group is anywhere near perfect, myself certainly included. But we are always open and honest with each other about what is going on in our lives. And if somebody is struggling, we step aside with that person and we know that every member of the group will be praying for and with that person and we are there to encourage them. We talk about different topics and challenge each other so that we can continue to persevere in our faith with God. I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for having that small group of saints that I meet with regularly. And certainly there are many more outside of that group who are a part of that great cloud of witnesses, but they are huge. A second thing that you can do is participate in service opportunities, whether it's something that's coordinated or just being a servant to others that you encounter and being there for them. While you are serving, making sure that you see the people you are serving as valuable and encouraging them through Christ. What's equally important to that is paying attention to the others who are serving with you, how they are pouring into others there and how Christ is working through them. I guarantee you that when you are serving because of your identity in Jesus, you are being a saint to those around you. As Pastor Emily mentioned, I work at a food pantry at a, right now at a church up in Manassas, and the amount of saints that I get to work with is astonishing. People who take just a couple hours out of their day to come and serve those in the community who are down in their luck and provide a bit of encouragement for them. They are saints. When you see someone for who they are, a beautiful human created in the image of God, and treat them as such, encouraging them in their faith and through their struggles, you are acting as a saint. Whether you get involved in a service opportunity offered here at church or in the community, or you just commit to being there for the people in your life who need you, you will not regret serving them. And you'll certainly see other saints there with you.
And the third thing that you can do is pray. Spend time with God. Ask him to show you the saints in your life, both now and the saints who have gone on, though they're still with us in the cloud of witnesses, and to show you how you are a saint to others. You may not always be able to recognize the saints in our lives, and we certainly don't always recognize how we are saints, but God always does. And when you recognize others as saints, I encourage you to tell them That right there is encouragement and can make a world of difference if they don't see themselves that way. God might just be using you to help that person persevere in that moment, even if you don't see it. There are saints all around us, and I would venture to say that each and every person in this room right now and online watching us is an everyday saint. So now on this All Saints Sunday, let us practice gratitude by remembering all of the saints who have gone before us and the impact they've had on each of our lives. Though they have gone on, they are never forgotten, and they are still present with us in the great cloud of witnesses, continually cheering us on in our faith toward God, following Christ's perfect example. They live on through the stories we tell about their lives, through the ways they have touched us and encouraged us in our faith. We will never be without the great cloud of witnesses which surrounds us, and we will never be without Christ who went before us to lead the way. We cannot do it alone. So thanks be to God for all of the saints here with us today. Amen.